0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Hello. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. I hope you are all having an amazing day, an amazing week, an amazing time, an amazing hour, like an amazing second. I hope every day is just feeling positive, feeling good. Is that the headspace that we're in right now? Because to be honest, I don't really know what headspace I'm in either. And I feel like sometimes that is okay to just not know how you're feeling, not know... What's going on. I think specifically like since graduating uni to now, I feel like so much has changed, even though it hasn't really changed that much. But I don't know, like there was just this whole period of time where I was just waiting on a result and then the result came and everything's just sort of happened like it feels like it's been this big thing but also it hasn't been this big thing and I don't I don't really know what I was expecting since you're leaving well I say leaving uni I'm about to start uni again at the end of September but you know what I mean like it's just I don't know there's just so many mixed feelings going on for me at the minute And also, we're changing seasons, like we're going from summer into autumn, which, not going to lie to you, I'm so excited about. There is something in my heart about autumn this year that just gets me so excited. Like, honestly, I just cannot wait, and I don't know why. I honestly have no idea what is going through my head about autumn, how good it's going to be. It might be awful but I'm so excited for it nonetheless like I've already got my little fake pumpkin out on the side I was in Asda earlier and I saw these like two ceramic pumpkins and honestly the willpower it took not to buy them is actually ridiculous they were so cute uh, talking about it I feel like I'm gonna have to go back and buy them which is probably not the best financial decision but also they're just so cute and they'll bring so much happiness to my life and so if we girl math that situation does that not mean technically they're kind of free because they're bringing so much happiness into my world having two little ceramic pumpkins that basically it's free you know at least that's my mindset or i could just pay for it in cash then it technically becomes free because of girl math (laughs) it sounds so illogical i've been living my life Based off of Girl Math for the past like couple of weeks because I I don't know it's really just taking over my life and I'm having to make quite like big financial decisions at the minute which feels very adulty and it feels very scary. I know I spoke about this last week, feeling like I'm doing a lot of adulty type of like things, but the whole process of buying a car for me this week has sort of come to a bit of like a head I found a car I like and listen I'm going to see it tomorrow and I've got to test drive it even though I haven't driven in like a year and a half I'm gonna have to test drive this car and that terrifies me for starters but I found a car it's beautiful so I'm hoping I get it if I don't get it then we're back to square one and I have even less time to try and find a car because I've kind of put a bit of time pressure on myself here with finding a vehicle. But hey, I'm getting there and you live and you learn. But I feel like for me, the whole stress of buying a car does just come from the fact that I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. Like I don't know what the right move is to make when it comes to cars. I don't really understand like the size of the like petrol tank and like you know so the car I'm looking at is a 1.2 litre but then you can put more than 1.2 litres in the car do you know what sometimes I just don't even want to know but the problem when it comes to buying a car is you sort of have to know what you're looking for but I feel like I've done the basics I don't really know like I can't give much advice on this situation because honestly I'm just hoping for the best at this point like as long as the car gets me from A to B and it's actually gonna look pretty as well. So I feel like they're like the main points when it comes to buying a car, right? Like it gets me from A to B and is a nice color. Is that, is that not the key? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. But I feel like it's then meaning I have to budget a bit more and I'm realizing now how much like girl math I rely on and the amount of times I think things are free when realistically they're not free and I do have to spend my own money on them and it's just it's hitting hitting me right I nearly said that in American accent I don't I don't know where I was going with that it's hitting me like a lot this week that I have to budget things and when I start this like actual real adulty job I'm going to get, like, a real paycheck. I mean, I've been having real paychecks for years, don't get me wrong. But that's not the point. Like, I feel like this, to me, just feels, like, different. Like, it feels like a proper job. And then that means so much other stuff that comes with it. So I'm actually already starting to try and think of a little budget. I'm trying to get ahead of the game, right? Because I follow a lot of, like, finance girlies on TikTok and there's so many good advice like and things that you should do with your money out there that I want to follow right like I want to create wealth for myself I want to invest my money not stupidly like I have done in the past and so I feel like I want to learn and I'm open to learn but I just don't know where to start. And so I'm looking at the figure of how much I'm potentially going to be taking home per month because if you're looking for a job, you can actually go on... Well, if you're from the UK, um, you can go on... I think it's just on gov.co.uk... And you can like put in how much you'll be earning per year and it will tell you roughly how much you're going to pay in national insurance, tax, like all of that fun stuff. And how much you're going to take home per month, which is so helpful when it comes to like trying to think in advance on certain things. So I've done that and I'm starting to like budget a real paycheck, right, which feels like such an adult thing to do, you know, like, I'm putting money into savings, I'm putting money, putting money away to, like, move out, I'm giving myself some guilt-free spending money, because, listen, I can't rely on not shopping, you know, like, I'm just, at some point, gonna want to shop i literally spoke to you a couple of minutes ago about wanting to buy some ceramic pumpkins from asda i need a little bit of guilt-free spending to be able to do that right it's just in my personality i can't be one of those people that just doesn't spend i watch so many people do those like no spend months it just couldn't be me and i'm fully accepting that that this is just a part of me that i'm gonna want to buy random things sometimes and so therefore I'm going to budget for it now. Because I used to try and like cut myself off and not treat myself to like little things, but what's what's the price of happiness? You know, if I want a ceramic pumpkin, I need a ceramic pumpkin in my life. Watch me next week be just sat here with my ceramic pumpkins because honestly, I feel like I've got to go back and buy them. I fell in love with them, and I only went in the shop to buy shampoo and conditioner, which I did buy. So, I did well the first time but i could just go in you know just treat myself to a little ceramic pumpkin i've got a big girly job now <laughs> i can't honestly sometimes i can't even take myself serious i don't know how you sit here and listen to me and uh, do you know what don't take my advice because i don't know what i'm talking about i'm just going through this whole situation as well and honestly I'm super excited about all the things that are coming up. Like, buying a car is exciting, but it also feels stressful. Getting, like, a new job feels super stressful, but it's also super exciting at the same time. So, I mean, again, it kind of comes back to what I was saying at the beginning. I just feel so confused on, like, where my emotions are at. And I don't think I'm 100% well, which doesn't help. Like, I've got this, like, weird... I can't really hear out of one ear at the minute. And I keep getting headaches. Who... Do you know what? Who knows? I'm just bypassing it because I don't need to be dealing with that right now, you know? And normally, if I don't feel better in a few days, then I will address it. Don't worry. But I'm just trying to get through. But I feel like when I don't feel 100% and when I'm like my hormones are a little bit all over the place at the minute, there's so much going on, not only physically in my life... But then mentally, that means like 10 times more stuff is going on, right? The whole thought of buying a car, it sounds easy when I say it out loud. In my head, there is like 20 billion different scenarios to do with buying a car that is going on. And I, you just live through it, you know, like I'm going to get there. But yeah, tomorrow I am test driving a car. It's exciting, a little bit stressful. I haven't actually got behind a wheel in a year and a half i feel like i might ask my mum to test drive it for me and that is me kind of like backing out of being an adult and really like facing up to the situation but i don't know we'll see how it goes we'll see how i feel in the morning but it is kind of exciting i'm really looking forward to it but it just yeah i don't know it comes to this whole like thing and i say it quite a lot when we talk about like the concept of growing up right which obviously this podcast is called somewhat grown up like I think about feeling not properly grown up majority of the time. But like when, this is, we're gonna address this after the break, but when do you know you're an adult? Like how do you know when you are officially an adult? Let's go to a break, then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about that.
0: We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. By law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: So listen, my week has been pretty good, pretty all over the place and I feel like that just kind of sums up the different phases that we're going to go through throughout the year, throughout our life. There's going to be moments of calm and then there's going to be moments where there's just a lot going on but I feel like what feels different about it this time for me is because I've graduated uni, because I'm starting a master's course, because I'm starting, I mean, it's going to be a part-time job, but it feels like it's a more adulty, put that in quotation marks, sort of job. And getting a car, like, there feels like there's a lot of things going on that are, would really put me in the bubble of feeling like an adult. But how do you know when you're an adult right listen I don't feel like I should be 23 half the time like I'm 23 years of age half the time I'm looking at jelly cats on my phone and I'm wanting to buy a new cuddly toy like when do I when does that stop or does that never stop that's that's the big question like I feel like for me this whole concept of being an adult feeling partly grown up a little bit somewhat grown up if you know the title of this podcast is anything to go by but I feel like are we always going to come back to this place where we're doing adulty things or the things that typically would be considered what an adult would do like buying a car making like a big financial purchase of some aspect feels quite adulty but then I feel like we're always going to come back of, to that place of feeling a bit like an imposter in a way like feeling like you're still a child but you're now just inside of an adult's body and you're doing adulty things and it all of a sudden feels like there's just a lot going on the half of the time i don't really feel like i have enough knowledge to really understand like i was talking to a friend the other day about moving out and obviously at the age of 23 I'm at a bit of a place when it comes to moving out where there's a lot of people I know who have moved out. There's a lot of people I know who went to university and now have come home and they live at home again. There's also a lot of people who, like me, have just lived at home the whole time. Like I've never lived away from home for longer than like two weeks when I go on a holiday, you know, like this is my home. But when I think about moving out, it brings up like a lot of just weird feelings and a lot of just not really understanding like I do not know how you move out and that sounds so silly but do you know what I mean like it it seems like such a big thing and the whole idea of saving up I'm obviously going to be putting money away to I mean I have been for a while and I kind of recommend just At any point where you can start saving money, just start saving it. It hasn't got to be for a house or a car or, like, a massive thing, but it's always good to have, like, an emergency pot you can fall back on. If I've learnt one thing about growing up, it is to give yourself backup options wherever you can like always know another route because you never know what's going to happen right and so I've always been quite big on having a little pot of money that I can save up but when it comes to like saving up for a big thing like moving out what do you do like I have zero knowledge on the whole idea the whole thing of mortgages and movers and solicitors and all of this sort of thing just confuses me and I wish we got taught about it at an earlier point in life but the sad thing is we just really don't like it's not really a subject that gets covered in school much you might talk about it a little bit I remember so weird in a physics lesson talking about electricity bills and that was the only real adulty conversation I remember having during school and that was in a physics lesson so it wasn't even like supposed to be talking about electricity bills but it we just ended up talking about it so when you think about it like that actually it kind of makes sense that we spend a lot of our adulthood, feeling like everybody else knows and everybody else has the answers but we don't when actually the more people you talk to like you talk to about this situation the more you realize that nobody really has much of a clue and we're all sort of figuring it out together and I think people also sometimes feel like they need to come across like they have it together more than they actually do like I I feel like I try to be quite open on here about the fact that I don't feel like I understand anything that's going on. Like, when it comes to buying a car, I have no clue what I am doing. I'm just coasting and hoping for the best. But there's also times where I feel like, oh, I have to pretend like I know. Like, I have to pretend like I understand about this, and I have to pretend like I'm an adult in this sort of way. When actually, I do have no clue. And half the time, I spend my time thinking should I know that already, like should that be something that I'm aware of, when actually I have zero idea about it, and that then again comes to this whole idea of when do we feel like we become an adult, because I think sometimes people hide behind the fact of, oh well, like I'm 23 years of age, physically I am an adult, right, like legally I'm an adult, I fall into the adult category, however, I I don't feel like I am. Like, I don't feel like I should have the responsibilities that I have and I don't feel like I have enough knowledge. But the funny thing is, is I feel like we're never going to have that. I feel like I'm going to live my life always not quite knowing what I'm doing. Because if you know everything about a topic before you do it, then you're doing it too late. And I remember hearing that quote a while ago and thinking... Oh my God, it makes so much sense. But actually, when it comes to applying it, it's quite difficult, right? Like if you say, oh my God, for instance, you're like wanting to start your own business. If you learn every single thing there is to learn about business before you start your business, you've started it too late. Same with like going to the gym or eating a little bit better. The fun funnest part about experimenting with things and trying something new is doing it when you don't really know and learning as you go along. Do you feel like, because this is how I'm starting to feel, like adulthood is like that, right? Like you're never going to feel like you're fully an adult, yet you're going to go through your whole life sort of working things out and trying something and failing. And then when you fail, maybe you don't feel like an adult for a little bit, but you're going to pick yourself back up. You're going to keep going. And then maybe adulthood is still just it isn't about having it figured out. It isn't about having a whole plan. It isn't about having this massive pot of money put aside that you've managed to save up. If you've done that, great, good for you. I'm, I am admire you for that. But I mean, you can count that in like any other aspect as well. Like if you have your job sorted out, great, good for you. If you still don't know what you're doing, great, good for you. Because we're all on a different path. I know I've said that before, but obviously we're all very unique in our journey, in our experience. But I feel like maybe adulthood is the same. So like when I ask the question of like, how do you know when you are an adult? I feel like maybe the answer is you're never going to know. And we're going to spend every day just sort of experimenting with what adulthood could be because there's so many different things you can do there's so many different ways you can spend your life and I think whatever way you decide to do that is amazing and if it works for you then good on you and if it doesn't work then try something different we do live in a world where there's a lot of opportunity there's a lot of things going on and obviously some are more privileged than others and some get more opportunities than others but there is options out there And there's things out there and there's ways to get to different points that we want to be at through different avenues. There's a where there's a will, there's a way. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I don't know. It's really, it's been hitting me lately because I feel like a lot of the things I'm doing, I always assumed in my head would make me feel like an adult, right? Like putting away money for retirement, putting away money for moving out, buying a car, starting a master's degree, all of these are things that for me would be like your typical checkbox of welcome to adulthood, this is what you're going to be doing, but yet inside I don't feel like I am an adult as such, but maybe that's Not how you're supposed to feel. Maybe you're not supposed to feel like you're an adult all the time. Maybe you're supposed to feel like you're like half grown up, half still a child, trapped in an adult's body, you know? Like maybe we're gonna have these like silly, goofy things we do that are quite childlike, but actually that's the fun part of things. And then we're also gonna have the responsibilities of like your typical adulthood that we're also going to play around with? I don't know. There's no real answer to this question, but I wanted us to think about it a little bit because sometimes I feel like a bit of an imposter for, like, being the age I am but having absolutely no idea what's going on. But actually, maybe that is exactly where I should be and exactly how I should be in this moment, right? Like, maybe we don't need to as such feel like we're an adult we've just got to wake up each day and give it our best because that's all we can do at the end of the day is just keep keep trying just keep swimming you know a little dory quote to finish us off today (laughs) but yeah how do you know when you're an adult I, I don't know it's a big question but also is it a big question do we need to sit here and question it too much I don't know So let's go to another break and then we have our listener dilemma of the week. So our listener dilemma this week was sent to me over on Instagram and when I tell you I went through a range of emotions just even reading this when it first came through, it it was a stressful one honestly, so let's get into it. Hey Gemma, so I'm hoping there is a chance that you'll see this and help me out before the situation escalates even further. But Gemma, I am that girl. I am the problem. Basically, my best friend at uni fancies this guy and she hasn't stopped speaking about him. Like I can't get across how much she has been confessing basically her undying love for him. So, this sounds childish, but she asked me to talk to him to get a vibe for how he feels about her, which I did. Remember, I did what she asked. When, he then turned around and asked for my number instead. I awkwardly didn't know what to do, so just said, I'll think about it, and walked off. But now, I haven't spoken to her or him since, and I don't know what to say. Now, honestly, I feel for you so much in this situation. At first, when you said you were the problem, I was thinking, oh, what am I going to say to this message? Because I have some feelings about people when they are the actual problem in the situation. But I really feel for you because even though technically you are the problem, There is nothing that actually you really have done wrong in this situation in order to become the problem. It's just happened to go that way. And also, for anybody listening who thinks it's a good idea, if you fancy someone, do not, and I repeat, do not ever send your friend to do the work for you. Not to plant a seed, not to talk about how great you are. Being a wingwoman is obviously very different but do not send the person in. I have not seen many situations where that has ended well, because whoever it is who is approaching him first tends to come across like the more confident one, the more outgoing one, and then that tends to be the girl that he gravitates towards rather than the one who's sitting there waiting for the information to get back. If you fancy somebody go for it yourself. Let's not involve other people. And I feel like this is a prime example, and I'm sorry you had to be that example of how this situation can end up, because it's really hard. Like, what do you now do? How do we approach this situation? I had a similar sort of thing happen to me when I was very, very young in the playground at school and at the time probably didn't handle it the best, can't even really remember what went on, but it was like my best friend, there was a guy that she fancied, I went and said oh my friend really likes you and then he said he really liked me, it was this whole playground drama situation and I feel like this is that situation but just escalated into us being adults and being at university (laughs) together and i really feel for you because i feel like you've handled it very well to start off with maybe the completely shying away from the situation now possibly wasn't the best way to go but i like your thinking to just get yourself out of there even if you have to make it awkward sometimes that's better than trying to diffuse the situation in the moment I feel like you did quite a good job there. I, I'm very socially awkward, so I personally probably would have done the same thing. But I would, I'd say no to him personally. I wouldn't even entertain the idea of giving him your number. Because for me, if it's just a random guy, I feel like friendship is more important than that you know like this isn't a guy that you've mentioned that you fancy yourself or even if he's good looking your friend has seemingly spoken about him quite a lot to you and there's quite a lot of feelings on her end in this situation and so I feel like in terms of that I don't know where your head is at but maybe it is best to shut it down and possibly you're going to have to tell your friend. I feel like there's no way you can go around this without telling your best friend, like, how you're feeling. And if she's a good friend, then she shouldn't take it out on you because, really, you haven't done anything wrong in this situation. Like, you've just approached him how she asked you to do and you've tried and it's just sort of backfired in, like, a horrible, really awkward, messy way But hopefully she can sort of see past that and see the truth in the situation and the fact that you didn't, you didn't personally mean to do any of this. Like, it's just, it's just happened this way. Like, honestly, I really feel for you, but I feel like that's how... I would handle this situation. I definitely wouldn't be entertaining him if you bump into him again and he asks for your number again, maybe that's when you shut it down. You don't need to make it into a thing of like talking to him about it. Let's just write him off in terms of your perspective and then however your friend wants to handle him on her side of things, maybe that's a little bit just up to her because maybe he does like her as well but maybe you were just the one who was asking, like talking to him. So, you know... It all gets a bit messy and a bit complicated. So, that's maybe what I would do. Speak to her. Don't give your number to him, please. That is just complicating the situation way more than it needs to be complicated. Unless you want to. You know, like, unless you really, truly want to give him your number. But I feel like if you wanted to give him your number, maybe the situation wouldn't have gone the way that it even went to start off with. You know what I mean? So... Oh, this is a a really tricky one. But I do feel like, hats off to you, you handled it really well to start off with. You didn't give him your number. You didn't make a big scene out of it at the time. And we can let it fizzle out a little bit and let's address it with your friend. I definitely would tell her because if anything did start with this boy and her, she needs to know that he had originally asked for your number just for her peace of mind. That's the last thing. Like, imagine... I'm talking a while down the line but say she did get with him they're in a relationship you're 6 months down the line and then it comes out that he actually asked for your number first all the drama of the situation I I could not could not handle it so yeah, I really feel for you, but there is possibly an awkward conversation that's going to have to happen with your best friend, but your best friends at the end of the day. So really a friendship should be able to survive a situation like this with a random boy who she has a crush on. Your friendship should live on through that, hopefully. I'm fingers crossing for you. I hope that we, it all works out. And whatever's meant to be, will be so just take it a little bit easy and yeah don't stress about it too much but let's address the situation now and yeah as you were saying let's not escalate this situation doesn't need to escalate more than it already has in this point in time so let's shut it down (laughs) you know (laughs) Oh, God, good luck to you. I wish you all the best in this situation. And thank you so much for sending in your dilemma. If you ever have any dilemmas, you can send them over to me on my Instagram, Gemma.Miller, or the podcast Instagram, which is somewhat grown up with Gemma Miller. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. I hope you have enjoyed. I know I've really enjoyed sitting here and chatting with you. I am going to go test drive the car tomorrow. We're going to see how it goes. And I'm a little bit nervous, a little bit excited. I've got going to have so much to catch you up on next week. So I hope you have some really fun plans going on for this next week. If not, have a chilled one. Sometimes we deserve like a little bit of chilled time just to relax and just be us in these situations. So have an amazing week and I shall catch up with you in next week's episode of Somewhat Grown Up.
0: This Father's Day, celebrate the dads who bring joy, love, and laughter into our lives with a gift from Mickey Couture. Our luxurious, ultra-soft blankets are the perfect way to show your appreciation for all the big and little moments he creates. Whether he's cheering on his favorite team or sharing bedtime stories, a Mickey Couture blanket will wrap him up in comfort and love. Visit MinkyCouture.com or head to your nearest store and find the perfect blanket to make this Father's Day unforgettable. Mickey Couture, because dads deserve the very best.